Accrediting Excellence, the international authority for professional coaching and mentoring, proudly presents both sides of the coin. How confident do you feel when speaking in public? Whether running a group session, a webinar, a training day, a retreat, or giving a presentation, public speaking is something that we as coaches and mentors need to do from time to time. And it can be scary. So how do we increase our confidence and know that what we say and do engages our audience in in an inspiring way? Well, today we'll be getting some top tips on public speaking. Welcome to Both Sides of the Coin, a podcast produced by the IAPC and M. We're a leading accreditation body and our aim is to increase public confidence and to raise industry standards by enforcing a rigorous accreditation process that ensures the quality of professional coaches and mentors. The podcast is aptly named Both Sides of the Coin because we talk to both a coach or mentor or training provider and one of their clients to explore both sides of the coaching mentoring intervention. What works and what doesn't. As the proverb says, iron sharpens iron. Before we get started, let me introduce myself. I'm Jenny Butter, your host and an accredited master coach. And I've been coaching for 10 years, mainly in the area of career, transition and life coaching. Joining me today are Toby Wilson and Lenka Pagan. Toby is president of Worthing Speakers Club in Sussex, which is a part of Toastmasters International. Toastmasters is a place where members learn the skills to become a better communicator, speaker and leader. And Lenka is a nutritional therapist, a senior yoga teacher and a health coach. And she joined Toastmasters to improve her confidence and ability when speaking in public. Welcome both of you. I'm going to start with Toby and then flip over the coin and speak to Lenka. Toby, tell me about yourself. Thanks, Jenny. Uh, Yeah, I'm Toby Wilson. I am a youth worker by trade um, and I work for uh, the local council. Um, But I've been the president of Worthing Speakers for uh, ever since May last year. Um, And I've been in Worthing Speakers for about, I would say, seven or eight years now. So, uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. Tell me about Worthing Speakers and Toastmasters International. Well, Worthing Speakers is, um, as you said in the introduction, a, a part of Toastmasters International. And Toastmasters International has been going for almost 100 years now. And they've got two primary aims. It's to improve leadership skills and to improve people's communication skills. And I think their aim, although maybe originally begun um, in terms of corporate uh, environments, I think nowadays, you know, as we've seen with Zoom coming on and in terms of the opportunities that people might have, it's something that a lot of people um, come to for personal reasons. So whether that be they've got a you know a very important speech to make, uh, so that might be father of the bride speech, um, or something at work, or it's about building confidence because um, I think in terms of how you present yourself, even in small talk, that's really important and it can have a great effect. And that was sort of the reason why I joined Toastmasters. You know, I, was, I felt confident enough speaking in front of large groups, but it was a one-to-one, small talk, making conversation, not going on forever and going off on a tangent that I've really learned some great skills in. 
I've had two coaching clients that have been to Toastmasters and they found it so um, helpful for them in in different um, professions that they're in. But then I've also had people that know that they want to join and they're still too scared to walk through the door. How can Mm. you encourage people to take that first step? I don't think they're alone in, you know, worrying about walking through the door. You know, you're walking into a room of people that you don't know. And if you have, you know, they say, um, I think it's glossophobia, the fear of public speaking is one of the most common fears that people have. I think for myself, you know, it took a a few months for me to build up the courage to be able to go in. Um, But one of the things to remember is that, I mean, they're a friendly group in there um, and we've all got the similar aims you know there's no experts in there there are some people who've been members for longer than others but I think we all enter and we all support each other and it's quite different from you know a work environment where you might have people sort of judging you here Toastmasters is all about encouraging people developing those skills that you might want to see from them um i would say don't don't worry at all about coming along to a session find out come along as a guest because you can come along as a guest for free um for up to you know a few times find out if it's for you um and just really enjoy the session enjoy the the language the people and the confidence and it's about stepping outside of that comfort zone that for some of us takes a little bit of time so step by step toastmasters will encourage you perhaps to join in what they call a warm-up which is where you just speak for 15 seconds about what you have for breakfast that day as everyone else does um and then there are things like table topics which is where you speak on an impromptu subject for a minute maybe a minute and a half in a really, again, supportive environment. And then you might want to deliver your own speeches and follow your own sort of goals of what you want to get from your public speaking journey. So it's not a a straight in at the deep end thing is what I'm trying to say, I suppose, Jenny, is that Toastmasters has a lovely way of just allowing you to do it at your own pace. And Toastmasters is all about the evaluation, but that can feel quite scary when you take the courage and you give a speech and then you're given feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the way that Toastmasters, you know, suggests people do it is really supportive again. So it's it's all about a recommendation, things they saw in how you delivered your speech that are are really exemplary. No, because... For myself, giving a speech, all I see is me behind the eyes. You know, I, I feel the pace of the heart. I feel me trying to stumble for words, but coming across probably calmer than I would have expected. So the evaluation allows you to take that objective view about how your speech came across. And another great thing I think that Toastmasters does is they offer a challenge. So you might challenge, say, next time you're doing that speech, I'd love to see you use the stage more. There's a re- the reasons behind and the effect it has on the audience is really important as well in terms of evaluation. So explaining to that speaker, this is what effect your particular aspect of speech could provide for those who are receiving it. I think, um, you know, everyone, everyone is encouraged to evaluate, again, not from a position of expertise, but from a position of how you heard that speech. And I think the more we're aware of how we are received verbally and how we're received in terms of our physicality, we can, you know, improve time, time, time. 
Thank you. Now, I'm going to finish by asking you for three top tips in two areas, because, you know, since lockdown, a lot of us are now communicating on Zoom. That could be running webinars. It could be part of a meeting. So what three top tips have you got for us to improve our confidence or our presence when we're on Zoom? And then what three top tips have you got for coaches or mentors when it comes to public speaking, say, in a training session or in a, in a group session where you have an audience in front of you? I think um, in terms of Zoom, it's about thinking about the space that you're presenting your message across in. You know, it's a, it's a rectangular space. It's not one that you can wander about in. So it's all about making the eye contact with people. And that's quite tricky because on most of our, um, you know, monitors or cameras, the camera isn't in the middle of the screen, although we're looking in the middle of the screen. So it's at the top. So one little tip that I was given is to place a couple of those googly eyes next to the camera, which might hopefully makes you look at that a bit more obviously, um, or a little post-it note to remind you to make eye contact because then that speaker feels involved. Um, the next thing I suppose in terms of doing Zoom is about talking about what you know. It's about the passion because that can come across in the, the work you're delivering. It can come across in terms of your confidence and you really can get people to believe in what you're saying. Um, and the third thing I suppose I would say is about not being afraid to use humour appropriately. So you want to have a couple of things that will really engage, interest, pick up people's um, attention as you go through. And in terms of sort of the training sessions, I, I mean, all these things probably apply to Zoom and in terms of training session. But I would say in terms of the training session, remember your audience and you can really feel you as you, you know, to practice your speaking, you can feel the, the rhythm and the dynamics of the listener. Even though they're not saying anything, you can start to learn about how you can uh, take that listener on a journey if you like, to the speech. So putting in the, the, a bit of pace, putting in a bit of dynamism, and especially if you're in a face-to-face -face environment, using that stage a lot more, using your physicality and getting people to believe in what you're saying. So <clears throat> although that isn't three things, six things altogether, I think, um, you know, it applies to all. And like you say, Jenny, you know, we're using Zoom a lot more in everything we do in life. Um, and I think we need to yeah, remember that how we come across, how we come across vocally, how we come across visually is so much more important now. Thank you so much, Toby. That was really insightful top tips for us and insight into Toastmasters. I'm going to flip over Thanks. the coin now and speak to Lenka. Lenka, welcome to both sides of the coin. Tell me about yourself. Hello, Jenny. Thank you for having me here. Um, my name is Lenka Pekin, and um, I'm a member of the Toastmasters International uh, Speakers Club in Worthing. I have started one year ago, and um, I have recently achieved level one. What made you join Toastmasters? I joined Toastmasters to develop my public speaking mainly, um, to improve my communication skills, leadership skills. And really, I think mainly actually to get over a fear um, of the stage. And so how do you use public speaking in your different roles as a yoga teacher and as a health coach and as a nutritional coach? What context would you be using these skills? 
to be again confident in speaking you know how to structure my um my speech <laughs> how to communicate properly effectively lovely and what has your experience been of toastmasters well there's a there's a, in toastmasters we have a structured meeting where members deliver prepared speeches or serve in various meeting roles and i have started with um with meeting roles such as uh, welcomer, meet and greet, um, warm-up master, timekeeper, and also table topics master, which was my favorite one. And then, then I was much more confident to deliver speeches. So I have just recently done my fifth, fifth speech. And in your fifth speech, you gave a great top tip, which other people can use about how your hand should be. Please, can you share that with us, Lenka? Yes, uh, <laughs> the hands ideally to be palms up because that's friendly, open, uh, more engaging um, and trusty um, rather than palms down when it's more like power signal and it just uh, it's more like creates control over somebody. Lenka, what's the one thing that you keep remembering that you have learned in your Toastmaster sessions? Breathing. Very importantly, breathing. Because I remember when I started first, I start, I totally stopped breathing. <laughs> and, I, and when you don't breathe, you panic. You know, you totally feel you are not in presence. And, uh, and then more likely doing mistakes that's what happened at my, my personal experience so i would really um recommend breathing slowly and deeply when you say breathing slowly and deeply could you just give us an example like how would we time that <laughs> well inhaling through the nose and exhaling through your nose or your mouth and when you inhale belly out exhale belly in so if you focus on those movements slowly you will automatically slow down you will automatically feel less stressed more centered more more confident as well and you feel more like ah i can remember i can remember more and i can talk much um better (laughs) super tip thank you my final question for you lenka is what would you say to others who would like to grow in confidence when it comes to public speaking join those masters (laughs) (laughs) really it was a huge huge um, transformation for me to be honest when I joined Um, you know it's get try to get friendly with the members they are a very friendly bunch of people there by the way and get involved in various um, meeting roles I would I would prefer to start with those first and then when you get more confident then uh, um, obviously work on speeches and deliver speeches and you see you know how amazingly you will improve yes yeah thank you so much toby and thank you so much lenka and if you would like to find out more about toastmasters then you can go to their website toastmasters.org to find your local club most major cities across the world have a toastmasters and there's also the first online toastmasters group called Sussex online speakers and it's people across the globe that join that one. We're confident that anyone who attains an international authority for professional coaching and mentoring accreditation will be among the very best that the profession has to offer.
So if you're someone who's interested in having some coaching and mentoring and want to find an accredited coach, mentor or training provider, or if you're a professional who's interested in becoming accredited, then please go to our website, coach-accreditation.services. And finally, if there's a topic that you would like me to cover on future episodes of Both Sides of the Coin, then I would love to hear from you. My email, jenny.podcast at coach-accreditation.services. Bye for now.